Hi everyone. Hello and welcome to the Thrariti Consulting Group podcast. We will be broadcasting on a range of topics and issues that are facing businesses in turbulent times. The unprecedented contemporary challenges and the strategies to deal with them. It is time to step back, reflect and prepare to face the future. The Thrariti Consulting Group podcast series will address wide-ranging topics focused on best practices in management and a career in management consulting. Welcome to the podcast from Thrariti Consulting Group. We will do a special series of 5 podcasts that will specifically go into the details of dilemmas faced by family-owned businesses. A majority of SMEs are owned by families. They contribute a staggering 29% to our GDP and are the backbone of our economy. Most of them are self-made entrepreneurs who through sheer grit and determination have overcome all the difficulties of building and growing businesses in India. In our last podcast, we had discussed our insights on dilemmas faced by family-owned businesses in India and how to successfully expand their businesses to the next level of performance. We talked about building a capable team. In this episode, we will discuss the role of innovation and how to build a culture of innovation that will propel organizations to the next step we would like to welcome arup majumdar ceo of trariti consulting group to share his insights on innovation welcome to the show arup thank you to get the discussion started i would like to quote a statement from the management guru michael porter who famously said the only two areas that add true value to an organization is innovation and marketing the rest is all cost dramatic as it may sound it is so true as witnessed by successful companies can you share a few examples two examples immediately come to our mind apple and samsung apple is unique it challenged the conventional wisdom went through ups and downs but emerged as the global leader due to the two underlying values as defined by professor porter one innovation products of apple are innovative customer centric and are pioneering ideas two marketing we all know that smart marketing apple employs from the way the logo is designed to the way it communicates to its customer to the way it builds emotional connect with users to the way they communicate their brand story the associations are emotionally connected with the brand and make apple unique The second is the Samsung story. The Korean giant pretty much knew that talent was abound in the country, a strong sense of nationalism, and they wanted to get the creative inputs from anyone and everyone. We talk about crowd funding. They used crowd ideation. In their office in Seoul, they had an open area where anybody could walk in and put up on the wall a stick it note with an idea. 
It could be anything under the sun. The company went through all the ideas and picked up the ones that they thought could be innovative. There is a lesson here. There is no idea that is small or too insignificant. And a brilliant idea can come from anywhere, whether from inside the company, from any level of hierarchy, or from outside the company. The key is to listen rather than to speak. These are very good examples. We are talking about the giants in business with multi-million dollars of investment in people and marketing. It is quite easy for them to pour resources in these two areas. But how about the small and medium enterprises, namely SMEs? Even before we go to the SME, let us look at the competitors of both Apple and Samsung. Nokia was a pioneer in the mobile phone technology, but has become a non-entity now. They were innovative, but were not able to sustain the culture of innovation. It is one thing to introduce one innovation at a time and then gloat about it for years together, and it is another thing to build a culture of sustained innovation. What makes Apple and Samsung stand out is the culture of sustained innovation. So a large company with only a few instances of innovation is not a guarantee for success. Innovation has to become the DNA of the organization. How does this work in practice? Now let us look at the scaled down model of replicating the success of Apple and Samsung to a much smaller organization, the SME. Why do we ever think that this approach of innovation cannot be replicated? It surely can, but there is a roadblock. The owner or the senior management team of the company is a roadblock. These are typically people with years of experience in the industry and the company. They have a predetermined way to evaluate the business. Very often, we see people say, this is not going to work, we have tried this before. While that may be true, Shutting the door on new innovative ideas dampens the spirit of the individual. We have seen companies who hold a meeting, let us say at 12 noon on a Friday and label that as an idea generation workshop. People are asked to come and generate ideas. The concept is probably good, but you don't expect to become creative on a certain date and a certain time. Ideas come naturally and if they're not captured the right moment, they fade away. Technology enablement has a big role to play. Imagine a situation where a company creates a virtual posting board of ideas. Anyone with a mobile device can upload the yellow post-it note. It is spontaneous and continuous. You don't have to struggle to generate a pipeline of ideas. This is a very simple way. That sounds pretty cool using technology to enable the collection of ideas on a real-time basis. What would make this work? The core of innovation lies in human-centered need fulfillment and the ability to express yourself freely without any shackles. Let us relate this to a real-life example. Most of the time, the engineers or designers design the product based on what they think is the best solution for the customer. It might be true, but how about the real user experience? Does the product or service make life easy for the user? How much time do we really spend with our end customer to know their true needs? 
doing market research and trying to do complex correlations, etc., are good exercises, but they probably miss the human touch. This is an area that we have to reflect on. Very often, products are created based on what competitors are doing and then trying to add a few features and call them the USP. We don't look at a dramatic change that is more beyond the traditional USP definition, but is a real unique USP. True innovation is beyond the USP, where you don't compare on a set of parameters and then say you're unique in so and so features. Make it one proposition that is so unique that it stands by itself alone. If you look at the startup scenario in India, it is innovation all around. The entire wave of startup is built on the theme of innovation and it's a dramatic change in the business world. That brings me to the second part of my question. How to get people to express themselves freely without any shackles? For this, I would like to share a simple model, M-Power. There you go again with your management jargons and acronyms. We pretty much know what the word empower means, but is there something more that you want to convey? What does empower mean? Empower is an acronym. It is a simple way to remember how you can ignite the spirit of innovation. In a broader sense, Empower means delegating business decisions to your staff. Let them own their task. Make them the mini CEO of their own area. That creates accountability and automatically brings ownership of the task. There can be no blame game anymore as the staff has to control his individual destiny. However, to empower your people and be confident that this delegation will work, you have to do something more. And there we go into each of the letters that make up the word empower. Let us start with E. E for empathize. Empathize with your staff. Show them that you truly care. Spend time with each of your staff over the year. An easy way would be to spend a few minutes every morning with each individually. It can be done. All it needs is five minutes a day and to show that you care. If your employees feel cared for, they will keep the big picture in their mind, the best interest of the company in their minds, in all their actions and decision makings. M stands for meetings. Hold more number of meetings, but of short duration and with fewer people. During lockdown, people feel demotivated. Regular interaction will boost their morale. Set specific agenda for the meetings and avoid long-winded discussions. Make your meetings effective and productive. Short meetings, fewer people across all levels of organizations will give opportunities for people to speak up their mind and that becomes a breeding ground for innovative ideas. The survival instinct in us will evoke creative thoughts and you have to leverage that chance. P, P for pride. The greatest self-satisfaction comes when people feel proud of what they do. If you recognize the smallest contribution of your people, irrespective of their hierarchy, it will instill a sense of pride in themselves, pride in the company they work for, and that is a powerful motivator. 
It will generate enthusiasm and encourage more creative ideas. O stands for originality, originality of thought. Circumstances demand that we find innovative ways to do the same work and create greater impact. That can come if you encourage people to contribute ideas. The concept of Kaizen comes in here, constant improvement. While Kaizen is more structured, encourage the creative mind of your staff and be receptive to ideas. Just like the Korean giant put up an office with boards on the four walls open to anyone, staff or otherwise. Let the staff come in, scribble their ideas on a sticky note and paste on the wall. Your management team should visit this office regularly and browse the ideas and adopt them. Get actively involved in this exercise. Don't just delegate it to juniors who might filter out some bright ideas. W for work. Work from anywhere. Don't watch over the shoulder. Try removing controls that make your people feel stifled. If you set clear goals and accountability, there is limited need for constant supervision. Ideas come from weird situations. You might be working in the balcony or jogging in the park, or taking a morning break for walking around, and look, you get an idea. If you constantly monitor people on what they're doing, the involuntary pressure stifles creativity. E for engage. Staff engagement is a powerful weapon for you. Unfortunately, many people in companies feel disengaged. They tend to take the jobs as a 10 to 6 routine. This can be overcome through your intervention. If you make the work meaningful for them, make them passionate about what they do, instill pride, you'll be able to get better team engagement. An engaged employee will not hesitate to think good about the company well beyond the regular office hours and come with ideas. R for respect. Last but not the least, respect. Respect everyone, irrespective of age and hierarchy. If you follow this empower model, E-M-P-O-W-E-R, you will create a winning team and also create a culture of sustained innovation. Wonderful and memorable acronym there. These are great insights. I hope our audience learned as much from this as I did. In our next episode, we will talk about game theory and chaos theory. This may sound very theoretical and academic, but has deeper and more relevant implications to the business world, especially related to the SME sector. These may be applied in real-world situations to make optimal strategic decisions after considering the moves of competitors. Stay tuned for our next episode. Music